This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Drought. It's a word that gets used a lot, particularly in the Southwest. During droughts, rain might still be present, but it typically is low, to the point that water reserves become strained. It can be easy to look at the times when it does rain, and think that the water running down the street is being wasted. A listener asked that precise question when she brought that subject to our attention. Where does all the water go that runs off the streets? Does the state capture it somewhere, or does it just go into a river that empties into an ocean? With what felt like an especially rainy monsoon season this year, I got curious myself what was happening to all that water. The answer I found turned out to be more complicated than I expected. Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast by the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com. I'm producer Thomas France, and today I'll be answering our audience member's question about what happens to rainwater. To get some background on this topic, I reached out to the Arizona Republic's water expert, Sean McKinnon, who's extensively reported on rainfall in the past. A lot of it depends on where the rain is falling. The desert is full of little washes and channels that have developed over time. And so if it falls out in sort of the open desert, the water tends to run down those channels downhill until it reaches a place where it collects or it moves into another channel. This is true for rain that lands on impervious surfaces as well. Rain falls on the streets and runs off into the desert to eventually join those channels. But what if we tried to catch the water instead of letting it wash away? Crucially, this may hurt an underground system reliant on that runoff. Some of it will sink and percolate into the ground, which helps replenish some of our aquifers. And the more rain we get, the more likely it is that it's going to build up and flow through the washes or into the dry riverbeds. Sort of imagine the valley as a bowl. You can't see the bottom of the bowl. So the water, when it rains, will percolate into the ground until the ground is saturated, sort of until the water level reaches the top of that bowl and it can continue to percolate. And once the ground is saturated, then everything else runs off into these channels, whether it's a wash or something smaller. Saturating the ground allows the rain to replenish vital aquifers down below the surface. Sean told me how important these are to many communities. But first, I had to get an idea of just what an aquifer is. For more information, as well as additional insight into rainwater, I sought out Salt River Project meteorologist Bo Sfoma. 
An aquifer is water that's stored naturally underground. Usually it's defined as somewhere lower below the ground beneath where the plant roots can get at it. So it's basically stored there for a long time unless people drill wells in there and pump it out. And the aquifer under Phoenix is very important with a lot of water stored down there and many wells across the valley that are in some cases dug over a thousand feet deep that provide one of the three major water sources for the Phoenix metropolitan area. The other two being Colorado River water and water from the Salton Verde rivers. That underground storage is important for a lot of people. Communities such as the people of Strawberry and Pine up near Payson, according to Sean, those specific aquifers are quite volatile and empty out. A good rainfall that seeps into the ground replenishes them so that their wells can continue to provide for those communities and more. And the good news is that some places recognize that. There was a project up at NAU and Flagstaff at Northern Arizona University. They were experimenting with a type of asphalt that is permeable so that when it rains, it doesn't just flow off sort of as a flood. It sinks into the ground through the asphalt. And so I know there are, there are things like that that are being tested all the time. So if rainwater soaking into the ground is a good thing, why is Arizona still in a drought? And can we catch some of that water to help out? According to Bo, one of the most important ways of replenishing the Colorado River, as well as Lakes Powell and Mead, isn't rain at all. It's snow. The snowfall of the mountains melt and flows down into those bodies of water. The big runoff events into the reservoirs on the Salt and the Verde rivers are generated by three things, actually. Winter rainfall is really important. Winter snowmelt, so snowmelt from a snowpack that comes and goes throughout winter. And then also, especially on the Salt River, snowmelt in early spring, snow that makes it through the winter all the way to April. Those three things combine to contribute to the big inflow events in uh, the uh, Salton Verde River Reservoir system. In the monsoon season, there's plenty of rainfall in the mountains, but largely it's just too hot for that water to be converted to runoff. It mainly gets converted to vapor as plants use it and, and evaporates directly from the soils. The biggest problem is that some systems, like the Colorado River, are currently over-allocated. There's a deficit of 1.2 million acre-feet per year, meaning that more is taken from the reservoir than what naturally flows into it. Bo also told me that the drought that's been going on since 2005, as well as an increased heat from climate change, isn't helping things. If you warm the atmosphere, the potential to have evaporative losses from the landscape increases and the Colorado River Basin is particularly sensitive to that. I believe the commonly cited sensitivity on the Colorado River is 6.5% less runoff per degree Celsius of warming, which is quite a big sensitivity. So that's made the drought worse up there. SRP is in better shape. They don't rely on the Colorado River, instead pulling their water from the Salt and Verde rivers. For one thing, those rivers are less sensitive to temperature changes, 
They also don't rely as heavily on things such as snow melting. Their runoff typically occurs between December and March, which means they also are not subjected as much to Arizona heat, causing the water to evaporate before it has a chance to hit the reservoir. The Salt and Verde reservoirs are actually considered to be in long-term balance, from what Bo told me. In fact, sometimes they are forced to spill some water because they can't store it all. The Verde River Reservoir system is much smaller than the Salt River Reservoir system. So the frequency of spill there on the Verde River Reservoirs is much higher. In addition, Horseshoe Reservoir, the upstream reservoir on the Verde, is already small to begin with and it's filled up with about 50,000 acre feet of sediment since it was constructed in the mid 20th century. So there's a loss of storage capacity that's come from sediment building up in that reservoir. So that motivates efforts with the Bureau of Reclamation. Right now we're in a feasibility study to determine how to address that problem through an appraisal level study with the Bureau of Reclamation that was recently finished. A couple of alternatives were analyzed one solution they looked into was raising Bartlett Dam to expand the storage capacity. Raising the dam would not only solve the sediment problem, but provide a new source of water. A new source that could get water to more people who might need it outside of SRP's service territory. This is something that Bo and others looking into this feasibility study seem to be fairly optimistic about being able to accomplish. Interestingly, another reason SRP seems more resilient to the effects of the current drought is that water conservation is becoming increasingly more of a concern for the people of Arizona. Uh, initially, it might have been conversion of agricultural to urban areas, but more recently, it's because of what appears to be people voluntarily being more conservative with their water use and maybe also better water use efficiencies overall. So. That idea of being conscious of living in a desert and using your water wisely is certainly important. And that, that's helped SRP during this drought and it's going to continue to help moving forward. So to answer the question, what happens to rain that falls in the street, the answer is that it does run off into the desert. But oftentimes, that's a good thing. And some of the best ways you can help conserve water is to capture the rain at your house to use for landscaping, or to double check that your sprinkler system isn't overwatering the desert plants. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Valley 101. If you have questions about Metro Phoenix or beyond, please submit them to our podcast by visiting valley101.azcentral.com. If you're a fan of the show, please share it with friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and reach out to us on Twitter at AZ Podcasts to show your support. I'm producer Thomas France. Thank you again for listening We'll see you next week.